Welcome, 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 welcome everybody to another episode of Don't Be Broke, Be Woke. I'm your host, Adrian Solomon. Thank you for joining us for another episode today. Happy to have you with us. Today we have another exciting episode. We actually have a really interesting and fun topic as far as I'm concerned, though all the topics are pretty fun. But this one is particularly interesting because it comes from quite a lot of the questions that I get online in regards to investing and and paying off debt. And it's a very different answer for a lot of people. So we're going to try to see if we can tackle the kind of general consensus around which one should you do, which one is better, pushing one way or another, just because I think everyone's situation is, is very different and trying to understand what to pay, what to take care of, what to invest or how much to invest can be particularly different for each individual. So without further ado, let's let's kind of tackle this particular subject. So I get a variety of different questions on social media, mostly on, on Instagram. And typically they're one-offs that I just answer here and there. But at times there are questions that tend to repeat themselves quite often, depending on some of the content that, that's being shared. And one of those questions is, should I pay off debt or should I invest? And it's a kind of loaded question because the answer to that just really depends on that specific individual and what kind of debt they're looking at and their age and risk tolerance, et cetera. So with that, I am going to try to kind of, I don't want to say hit a bullseye, but try to hit it in the middle and see if I can really discuss how that impacts everyone. So I think if you listen to Dave Ramsey, for example, he's probably going to say, throw the whole kitchen sink at your debt before you start investing. Because any day that you're paying debt is a day that you're not free and and that you're paying interest. And though theoretically that's semi-true, you know, depending on how long it could take you to pay off the debt, you could actually be costing yourself a lot of money long-term as well if you're also not investing, specifically investing long-term for the future for retirement. So it's a, it's a balancing act for sure. So first and foremost, let me just say this. If you have a 401k, which is an employer-sponsored savings plan, and you are contributing to that, you are saving for retirement and you are investing. Hopefully you're investing within that 401k. If not, then we can go back and listen to my um, 401k episode discussing how to invest within a 401k. But if you are contributing to any type of retirement plan through work, either it be a private sector or federal um, job, you're contributing to either a pension or some type of a retirement plan, then you are saving for retirement and you are investing for the long term. So that is one thing to just keep in mind. Now, you might think, should I be decreasing my contributions? The answer to that is probably no depending on what your contributions are anyways. But if your company is giving you a match on top of your contributions, then you have to at least contribute the minimum to get that match. So if your company is matching 3%, you should be doing three so you can get an extra 3% for free. And so you're getting 6% that you're basically saving for retirement without thinking about it. So Just wanted to get that out of the way because I know a lot of times people are saying, should I reduce my contributions with my 401k? Should I stop my contributions for my 401k? 
And the answer there is no. You should not be doing that under any circumstances as far as I'm concerned. Because in addition to the gap that you're creating more for your retirement plan, you're also costing yourself money via taxes. Because remember, contributing to a 401k or any type of pre-tax contribution like a like an employer-sponsored retirement plan, it helps you by basically paying less taxes. And so if you decide that you're going to stop your contributions or even reduce your contributions because you expect to get more money in your pocket, I don't know that that's necessarily always going to be the case because then you're going to get taxed at a higher amount, which means more money might be going to the government instead of instead of your retirement plan. So just something for you to keep in mind when you're thinking about reducing 401k or even stopping, which I do not endorse in any way, shape or form. So wanted to say, if you're putting money aside through a 401k or any type of employer-sponsored plan, please do not touch that. That is a way for you to even decide, okay, I'm already doing this. Should I be doing more or paying debt? So the question today is, if you have a 401k, should you contribute more on the 401k or should you be contributing more to a different retirement type deal, investing, or should you be paying off debt? And it really depends. So I think when it comes to paying off debt and and investing, you have to understand, one, how much debt do you currently have? If you don't know the answer to that, then you can't even decide or think about paying off debt or investing. As I've discussed before, no one can have a goal of saving, planning, paying off debt if they don't have a budget and understand what their debt is. And so if you don't know what that is, stop, sit down, download apps like Truebill or Mint or stick to a spreadsheet or take a sheet of paper and write down all, I mean, every single expense that you have, both subscriptions, monthly necessities, needs, put them all down. Everything you can think of, you should put them all down. The second thing you should do is understanding how much interest you're paying in some of that debt. Look, the interest that you're paying on your house is very different than the interest that you're paying on your credit card. And sure, your house payment probably or your your mortgage payment is probably higher. But at the end of the day, as far as your payments are concerned, but the interest is a lot lower. And so the interest that you're paying there, if you were to compare that to the interest of the type of return that you're getting through an investment, you're probably better off putting that money towards an investment per se, because you might actually be getting more in regards to, let's just say the interest that you're paying is 3% for your mortgage. Well, let's say you put your money inside a, an S&P 500 index, index fund and you're getting you know 7 to 9% back. So in other words, your money is actually working more for you in that investment than it is if you're paying off debt. However, if most of your debt is with credit cards, then it's a different situation because your credit card interest APRs are anywhere between 17 to 25%, depending on the credit card. So that interest that you're paying is a lot higher on the credit card, specifically if your balances are a lot higher. So putting your money to work for you in retirement and in a retirement account with those returns compared to the interest that you're paying on the credit cards, in that case, it doesn't always make sense. So understanding what your debt is a very important step to decide which way you should go. So that's the first part. The second part is I don't think the rule is you should be paying off or invest one way or another. I think there's ways for you to do both. 
again, I'm going to take off the, the 401k or, or any type of employer sponsored retirement plan out of this conversation and decide if you're someone that just wants to invest, you know, on their own or pay off debt. Again, you have to make sure you understand what your debt is, but you can also invest at the same time. Now, depending on what your debt is, you might not want to throw too much money towards your investment yet because you want to make sure that you're paying off debt. Think of it this way. Any debt that you pay off is extra money you have to save. And that money then goes towards investments or an emergency fund of some kind. So the idea of investing and paying off debt sounds good, but depending on your debt, you might want to invest little at first. And as you're paying off debt, any extra money goes towards your investments. And so the more money you have, because you have less money to pay off debt, the more money you can save and the more money you can invest. But that does not mean you do not start at any point. Even 10 bucks a week is better. The whole adage is a dollar invested today is better than a dollar invested tomorrow. And that is true because of the effect of compound interest. Anytime you delay investing costs you in the future, no matter what. So the sooner you start, the better, no matter the, the amount. So when you think about should you invest or should you pay out debt, you should be paying off debt. I think there is a capacity to do both unless, and this is very, very important. If you're paycheck to paycheck and you barely have enough money left over to even pay some of your minimum credit card payments or some of your debt, we have a different situation. And yes, you want to be able to invest and you want to think about your future. But if indeed your money is that tied up that you can barely even think about making payments on some of the necessities or some of your, your expenses, then investing should not be part of the conversation. If you have a 401k piece, you continue to leave that as is, as I mentioned before, but you should not be investing any extra dollar because right now every dollar you have is an important piece of, of your finance, of your finance universe. So in that case, you should be looking at how do you pay off debt as quickly as possible. And honestly, uh, this is off topic a little bit, but sometimes it requires additional income. Either you get a raise, you get a second job, you get a side hustle, but those additional sources of, of income can help you pay off the debt a lot quicker, which in turn helps you save a ton of money. Because when you think about compound interest, it can work in your benefit, right? Because the sooner you start investing, the, the better it is over time. Well, it also works against you the more and longer you actually have debt accumulating on your credit cards. The sooner you have a plan to pay off these these kind of debt, the better it is. So just something for you to, to think about in regards to what's your specific situation. But I'm sure a lot of you guys are probably, as you're listening to this, you're thinking, what is my situation? Well, you cannot do anything, as I mentioned, before you understand what that is. And so it's important for you to sit down. April is Financial Literacy Month. So what better month for you to really say, you know what, this is the month, this is the time I'm going to sit down. I'm going to look at my finances, look at my expenses. Where's my money going? Are there opportunities for me to make changes to what I'm basically spending money on? 
and think about this. If you add up your expenses and let's let's just think about all of your expenses here, right? All of them. And one of the things I want you guys to do is as you're going down the list, start putting a star next to the ones where you actually can make some adjustments, meaning can you eliminate or can you reduce, right? So initially, just put a star next to each one of these expenses. Once you're done doing that, then look at all the ones that you've made a star on and figure out, could I eliminate or can I reduce? Okay. Can I eliminate and can I reduce? And then you should have added up all of your expenses, right? All of your expenses. You get that. Then the second time you add up every expense in which you have a star next to them. So every expense in which you, you, you think you can either eliminate or reduce. You put a star next to that and then you add up the total of those specific expenses. So let's just say your expenses in a month is 1500 bucks, which would be great for me anyways, 1500 bucks. And the amount of expenses that you think you can actually reduce or eliminate, right, is 700 bucks. Okay. So now you can reduce or eliminate $700 of 15. So you'd have either $700 or a little bit less that you can actually use to pay off more debt or to invest. But you go a little bit further because sometimes it's extreme when you start. Then once you've done the, the asterisks of each one that you can eliminate or reduce, let's start small. What if you took each one of the ones that you can reduce? Let's just say reduce. Okay reduce, not eliminate. So if it's a cable bill, is it car insurance? This is your cell phone bill. What about meals that you're eating out? Blah, blah, blah. How much of that can you reduce? Okay. Let's say you cut those expenses by 40%. Okay. So the $700 that you could have reduced, now you're at 275, 300 bucks. So I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but if you can have 275 to $300 a month, that you're not spending on basic subscriptions of Hulu or whatever. And now you can either pay off some debt that then eventually gives you even more money to have, or you can put some of that money to start investing. That's huge. It's massive, right? So if you think of it this way, if you can invest 10 bucks a week or 10 bucks a month, as you're eliminating debt, that amount that you're investing should be going up because now you have more money to invest, right? If you're in a situation where you're living paycheck to paycheck, then that's different because you're barely having enough. If you're in a situation where you don't think you can even pay certain bills, investing should not be part of your conversation or thought process, at least not initially. It should be a goal. And so you should be doing what is necessary to increase your income in order to pay off debt and eventually reduce your expenses so you can invest. Because at the end of the day, more money doesn't equal uh, less expenses unless you eliminate your spending habits or reduce some of your expenses. So I know that's a lot of information there, but I want to make sure that everybody understands that there is room to do both of investing and reducing and, and paying off debt. But it all starts with understanding your situation and your situation is creating a budget, understanding where your money goes, how money do you have left over? And so if you're in a situation where you have money left over, 
let's say four or five hundred bucks a month. And you're like, ooh, I wonder if I should be investing that money or should I be paying off debt with that money? Then you're in a situation to be doing both. If you indeed have that much, I say four hundred dollars is a lot of money left over. But I mean, I see four or five hundred dollars extra a month is a lot of money left over. So you are in a position to do both paying off debt and continue to throw money at bills and investing. But one thing to keep in mind and one thing to remember, you should always have a goal. Like you can't go in these things without a specific goal. Your goal is what? Your time frame is when, right? What's your type of risk? Do you have an emergency fund? Like what is, like you should be putting all these things out, pen on paper, computer on Word, whatever. If you want to put stuff in notes, but a place for you to visualize specifically what your goals are, because it's very difficult to make plans if you don't understand where your what your goals are. So once you have those goals, now you can start attacking each one of them based on what you think you should be doing. So if you have five hundred dollars left over and you're already investing to a 401k and you're like, you know what? I want to open a Roth IRA and I want to put money in it. Okay, but how much debt, how much credit card bills do you have? Because you're just paying minimum. That's how you're getting this $500 left over. So, you know, at this point, you're probably thinking, okay, well, I'm going to put a hundred bucks towards my Roth and then the extra $400 I'm going to throw towards paying bills. Great. Great. Nothing wrong there. If you had decided you wanted to do, you know, $50 to retirement and then the remaining $450 towards bills, great. The reason for that is because starting at any point with any amount is better than not starting at all. But as long as the amount that the difference is being is being used to pay off debt, you're winning. OK, you're winning. And it's very, very hard to do at first. You have to be very disciplined to understand that once you set up your goal, you need to stick to it. Now, I'm not saying that this 500 less over should all be used by that, by the way. I don't know if when you do your your budget, you've already put money aside to go towards your savings and your emergency fund. If you have not done so, then that needs to be part of that 500 bucks. Okay, you cannot. And I mean, cannot start thinking about paying off debt, investing without having money put aside for an emergency fund. So that needs to be part of also your goal. And you need to make sure that these things become part of your budget. I need to pay. So automate your savings. Hopefully that was a goal for you guys at the beginning of the year for you to start savings every month and you're automated that saving. And now that you know you could do that and it's out of sight, out of mind. Now you you up the game up. You start thinking about paying off debt and investing at the same time, knowing that you have money being put in the emergency fund. And that money is your emergency fund account. It's not for investing. It's not to pay off bills. It is in case ish hits the fan, right? So being financially free and independent requires you to have a picture of your entire financial situation. If you have bits and pieces of it, you're not going to be able to get to the point where you want to be unless you know what your financial situation is. So for anyone who's trying to figure out what's the best way, well, the best way is both ways. Is really understanding what your current situation is. Not all debt are created equal. So figuring out which debt is more important than others will help you figure out which debt you should be paying off first. And 
trying to find that perfect balance. Everyone's situation is very different, but striking the perfect balance between debt repayment and investing can take trial and error. You know, it takes, it's not easy to figure out. I know when I did it, I kept pushing past one or the other. At times I would see my investments grow. So I put more money and then less money was going to debt. I started to spend a little bit more money than I did and so forth. So it kept, but you have to wheel yourself in and get yourself back on track. So you have to make a plan that you feel comfortable with and be flexible to adjust it with like whatever changing priorities is happening in your life. Things will happen. And so it might impact your ability to change some of the, some of the, the plans that you've made. So just remember, it's your financial future. It's your money during the, during retirement that you're thinking about. So only you know how to make it better. So the sooner you start making a plan, the sooner you start budgeting, the sooner you start investing, the sooner you start paying off debt, the more free, the sooner you'll be. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you ever have any question, hit me up on Instagram at don't be broke, be woke. A lot of the questions that I get on there, you know, probably are things that we've already discussed, but a lot of times they are not. So a lot of the content that's being used for the podcast comes from some of those questions. So I appreciate all the interaction from a lot of you guys on the, on Instagram. So as always, make sure to stay woke. Don't be broke. Talk to you guys next week.